Well, the White House will announce new major sanctions on Friday to hold Russia accountable for the death of Alexei Navalny, a longtime Russian opposition politician. He's a critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin. What this ends up becoming, I think, is still a little bit unclear. We wanted to welcome in ABC's Jay O'Brien, who's covering the story. Hey, Jay, thanks so much for joining us. Any light shed on what this major sanctions package will include? I think unclear is still a good way of describing it because we're getting a little bit of detail, but it's broad. So I'll give you an example. So National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan uh, talked about this yesterday. He said, firstly, these sanctions are going to coincide with the two-year anniversary of the start of of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. But obviously, they are ramped up because of the ongoing complications when it comes to Russia. First and foremost, the death of Alexei Navalny. And also, don't forget that U.S. intelligence that we've got sources is telling us, remember it came out last week, that it relates to Russia's desire to put a nuclear capability into space and use it to potentially, in a conflict, target satellites. So with all of that in mind, Jake Sullivan says this package, as you noted, is going to be, the word he used is substantial. He also said it's, quote, going to cover a range of different elements of the Russian defense industrial base and sources of revenue for the Russian economy. So look, they say it's going to be substantial. It's another move from the White House against Russia uh, for a number of of different reasons. But also, don't forget, this administration has been leveling a lot of sanctions at Russia since the war in Ukraine. And while it's had an impact, the administration says, Russia is still able to fund this war and still has a, a functioning economy. And so you have to question what kind of impact in a widespread sense these sanctions have had. EU members just approved, uh, what is it now, the 13th package of Ukraine-related sanctions against Russia today. Does, does that play any part when you see others saying, hey, we're doing this? I think it, to a degree. It, the other aspect of this, too, is that there's always going to be these efforts somewhat happening in tandem because they often respond. You know, sanctions are always a response in typical to something that happened. And so we're not certain that these sanctions would have just come down on the two-year anniversary of the start of the conflict anyway, but certainly they were thrust into further attention because of Alexei Navalny's death, which Navalny family fully blames on Putin, A, because Putin is the one who imprisoned Navalny, but B, they say the FSB has something to do with this. Um, uh, But the question then becomes, if the White House is saying these are substantial, right, if the EU is doing their own package too, does it break through and does it really get the attention, not necessarily of the Russian government, um, because what is going to get their attention, but of the Russian people? That's so often what sanctions are targeted at, right, to have the people recognize that there was a consequence to the actions of their government. Uh, and the question becomes, has, has that really cut through in the years that there already have been sanctions on Russia? ABC's Jay O'Brien. Jay, finally, how vital is this for Ukraine? It's vital for Ukraine in that it demonstrates the U.S. is still paying attention to this issue. But what Ukrainian officials have said they really want is that aid for them in their defense against Russia that is tied up in Congress. I've got colleagues of mine in Ukraine right now who have been reporting that Ukrainian officials are referencing the U.S. Congress directly and saying they need ammunition, they need artillery shells, they need things that are currently being hamstrung because Congress hasn't improved an aid package. Speaking of Congress, it's wild to me because we're talking about all this important stuff. And Congress on recess right now, winter recess. Yeah, they are on vacation. And then they come back next week, and they only have a few days next week to avert a government shutdown by the beginning of March. 
also pass this Ukraine package, also do everything else that everybody wants Congress to do. So, yes, Congress does not work the same schedule that you and I do. Yeah. ABC's Jay O'Brien. Appreciate your time today, Jay. Thanks, guys.